I guess that was the equivalent, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It just bothers me. Yeah. yeah. Though you have to admit that scene in Return of the Jedi wasn't really subtle either. You're no. Just like, no, that's fine. That's fine. I know, you're, you're okay with it, and you're just like, I'm no. okay with it. <laughs> Put them out on display there. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I am your host, Anthony Silva, and today is a very special day. Unfortunately, Derek Caldemeyer, Smacky as we love to call him, oh, cannot Smacky. be here. He's he's attending the blissful wedded union of some friends, uh, and is, is is missed out. But we bring to you a new uh, new guest, new addition to Pixelated Geek as a writer. We bring you a girl. Oh my gosh! Oh my know, god! Right? The shock and horror. Ru- rumor, wa- rumor was that we hated women. No, no, far from it. Nate we're it. just, we're just afraid. <laughs> of I'll, course, I'll okay. try not to frighten you. I really will. I'll do my best. Of course, Andrew is still here. Yes, so. I'm still, I'm still here. And our special guest today, it's uh, Elizabeth Wallace. So. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Very nice of you guys to invite me. This has been cool. Well, you've been you've been writing on Pixelated Geek for uh, for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. You're you're local enough, and so we we wanted to to bring in a female perspective for comic issues, and 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 get an idea of of what it's like. It's it's easy to to overlook somebody else's perception on what we essentially put nose deep into, you know, every day of our lives. So overall, for you. To, to be into comics and into all this stuff. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel that it's, it's different? How do you perceive it to be different for, for women specifically? Well, certainly you get a lot more attention, I think, as a girl who reads comic books. I mean, you go into the average comic book shop and you instantly have the attention of everybody in the store. They're like, there's a girl in here. And, you know, and Guys, did a unicorn just walk in yeah, here? Exactly. <laughs> I've bought comics before where the guy actually said, oh, is this for your son? And I'm like... No, it's for me. I don't have any kids. Thanks. You know, it's just it's the perception is a little odd sometimes. So, but you definitely you get a lot of attention, and most of it's pretty good attention. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, it's, that's right. good. I mean, they appreciate. It. You know, they're like, oh wow, you're into some of the same things I am, and you can get into some really some very awesome random conversations with people who just didn't realize there were girls who you know read the old Teen Titans. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, so, uh, for you specifically, what's kind of what are your your big uh, niches into into geek? I mean, we were, we were talking about comic books and whatnot sure. before, sure. but uh, like, uh, won't you won't you spill out some of your your geek cred on the table? What is my geek cred? Uh, uh, absolute in love with uh, Serenity and Firefly. Mm-hmm. Um, huge Doctor Who fan. I actually for like two years didn't watch the new show, and then finally started watching it and went, oh. Kicking myself for not watching. Were you like an old Doctor Who fan? I had like, watched a little. What is it? The Fourth Doctor? I think. Uh, what's his name? The guy with the big long scarf and the big poofy that's hair. Baker. Oh, yeah, that's Baker. Yeah, Baker. There we go. Yeah, I had watched some of that. That scared the hell out of me. This one episode called The Leisure Hive, and my sister and I had been watching it one evening, and it just this got people being pulled apart or something. I just very spooky imagery. Never watched another episode after that, and then. What is it? Two thousand five, new Doctor yeah. Who, which is yeah. as different from the old Doctor Who's you can get. So, but um, well, yeah, they that. actually had a, a budget. <laughs> yes, a yes. little. I don't know, like compared to because that's like, that's one thing that kept me from watching it. I saw it on Sci Fi Channel, and I'd look at it and I'm like, this looks so hokey. Like this is such a TV budget. I never really got into it uh, until uh, I don't know. I think um, uh, David Tennant was. 
at yeah. least through his first season, if yep. not into yeah. the second one. And some friends turned me on. I'm like, all right, I'll sit down. I'll watch yeah. it. And once you kind of get past the kind of costumes and stuff like that, yeah. it, there's a lot to love. And yeah. the costumes, I mean, all that, actually, the first season, if you make it through the first season, it only gets better after yeah. oh, yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, not even just the costumes or the acting or anything else. I mean, the whole, I think they were maybe trying to embrace some of the original Doctor Who cheesiness to not yeah. turn the fans off. But then after that, it just turned so serious and awesome. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think everyone tried to get me to the Eccleson first episode with the plastic mannequin people or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I was just like, I'm good. I don't need to watch this. And I couldn't really get into it. And then when Tenet came around, I was like, well, maybe he's better. Well, yeah. less, less moody, more charismatic. Well, like, it was he's just, definitely someone you could watch. It was the plastic people, and then you had Martha Jones, you know, where I'm just like, I'm sold. I'm good. I like her as a companion. I didn't like Rose. Really? That's yeah. the thing that I remember the, one of the first questions you asked me at work, yeah. and it really surprised me because this person who's just started working in our department asked me, okay, I have to ask you, who is your favorite? Doctor Ten or Doctor Eleven, and I immediately went, "Oh no, no, it's between nine and ten. I have to." And then I went, "How did you know I like Doctor Who?" He said, "You have a TARDIS mug on your desk." I'm yeah. like, "Oh, there we go. Yeah. That would do it. That would do it." So. Yeah, he had the mug. Like it was a meeting, and I'm like, "Wow, this meeting's going on forever." And all of a sudden, is that a TARDIS mug? <laughs> it's a TARDIS mug that actually changes the picture. So yes, that, that was what was amazing yeah, about there it. There you go. The yeah. Think Geek, uh, yes, the that Think one. Yes. Yeah, yes. I've seen that. Oh yeah. I've thought oh, about yeah. that one. Well, I have the TARDIS cookie jar at home. Oh, nice. Very nice. I have the uh, the TARDIS uh, uh, coin bank that a friend gave me that when you close the doors, it makes the TARDIS taking off noise. Nice. I have the TARDIS USB hub on my desk. Oh, yes. very nice. Good, good. So we've, we have a lot of good <laughs> geek go. cred around yeah. here. This is all right. So you add that with my sister and I. I have a twin sister, so if you hear me talk about her a lot, that's why. But we just geeked out on Transformers as kids like you would not believe. And when they announced that the 87 movie was coming out, do you remember that scene in um, Simpsons where they mention the movie, the comic book character movie, and all the kids are in class and their their caps go up and hit the ceiling when yeah. they hear about it? That was my sister and I finding out about the movie. If we'd been wearing hats, they would have hit the ceiling. So it's very. This girl's after awesome. my own heart. It's best. I like I like the '87 movie better than any of the oh, recent. Oh, yeah, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I Stan Bush, hands down. Oh God, I actually met him and got him to sign my. CD of the soundtrack from the Transformers wow, movie, that's so that's, right that's pretty that cool. That beats the retweet I got from him. Oh, well, that's all right. That's, that's pretty cool right there. So. Yeah, that's, that's neat. Well, that's neat-ish. That's I mean, cool, I guess. It was, like the, it was like, song for the day, dare. I'm no. like, it makes me feel happy inside. It does. Hashtag it Stan Bush. Yeah, I did. I hashtag Stan Bush. I got a retweet, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God. I did so dare. Awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Made of awesome. Very cool. What'd you think about when uh, Bumblebee cussed in that movie? Was that just? A- oh, that was awesome! And I think you know, I swear to you, when we saw the movie in the theater, and we did see it twice, yeah, there was more cussing than ended up on the VHS tape later. I am pretty sure. Yeah, it got cut uh, yeah. for um, for home video. Yes, and then later, I think, uh, well, there were versions you could get. But, uh, like, I have a DVD 20th anniversary now, yeah, yeah. and that has the cursing back in Yes, yes. Okay, I'm just making sure I no, wasn't crazy. You know, no, I know the I movie, it. in my mind, was called Transformers the Summer Movie, was how they originally were marketed, I it, but I can't remember. I think I may even have the poster that says that on okay. the yeah, Summer Movie? Series. I think yeah. it was the called The Summer, summer Movie. movie. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't and I think it came out right around the same time as Garbage Pail Kids, which oh I got in trouble with. Oh, is, man. I remember those. Movie. I didn't see the movie. I just remember the cards, man. So, um, so being a geek girl for you has been pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. 
kind of kind of depending on where you search on the internet, you'll find uh, some girls who feel oppressed or looked down upon. Right. And then you find other girls who you know are just kind of living it up and, and and reveling in 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 their geekdom. And it's it depends on certainly the crowd you're hanging out with. I think I mentioned before, you know, junior high. My sister and I really wanted to play D and D, and we were lucky to have parents who they're basically you know you had some parents who didn't want you to play D and D because of Satanists and all that. Right now, our parents were like, just as long as you don't let it affect your grades, and you're like, cool. <laughs> so we had the the beginning books, AD and D second edition, all that. Oh wow! But Damn. we didn't know anybody who wanted to play with us. Nobody was interested. And it's all through junior high and high school. It was just kind of like, oh, you don't want to play with those crowds. You know, it's the the people with no friends and whatever. Yeah. And so we didn't feel comfortable. But then you get into college, and we ended up with this pack of people who just wanted to play. And they, you know, we had two friends, also girls, who really wanted to play as well. And so was, you, know, you get invited to a lot of games that way. It's like, sweet, sweet yeah, all-girl gaming play. group? No, no, there were some guys, okay, too. Okay. But there was like... My sister and I and our friend Beth and Tina, and we all just, we got invited to a lot of games because you're like, thank God there's some females in here. Yes. Yeah. So it was fun. We had a lot. Of, but yeah, it was, being a geek is not always the best time, but it can be fun if you're hanging around with the right people. I'm honestly trying to think of examples of experiences as a, a girl geek other than all the stereotypical ones, and I can't, I can't think of well, any specifics. the stereotypical ones are worth talking well, about. Well, any band geek experiences? No, I just remember, you know, once again, you got that whole, I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're part of kind of like a quote unquote outcast group, but you're still part of a group. And I yeah. think that's what gets a lot of people to band together. Sure, you may, you know, like something that people perceive as silly or frivolous or whatever, but you get people who are passionate about the same subject and it can be, you know. Yeah, you still got your four or five friends who are all into oh, the yeah. same oh. thing and, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're rarely really alone. And it's so, you know, trading knowledge is wonderful, too. We had this one friend in high school who took us, I can't remember the name of the place. It was the Funny Farm or something, but it was like this house in the town where we grew up. It was off in Bradenton, Florida. And it was like a comic book store, except he didn't have, like, the traditional racks of new comics. He just had boxes and boxes in this one room of comics that you could just <laughs> it's like a back sit room down and comics? that's all it was, oh, you know? Oh, dream come true. Oh, it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it's just, and, you know, random stuff. I got the first issue of Transformers for, like, two bucks. Like Marvel? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. the, really, the really bad one. Nice. Yeah, I know. I think it's, oh, I think it's probably worth, like, five dollars. Oh. You know, we were talking about... Like cartoons that were really just commercials for the toys. That first issue, God, there's one where the picture, all the various characters are introducing themselves, and the picture you see, somebody got out their Transformers toys and put them all in a circle and then <laughs> drew them and then had them introduce themselves. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. this is a commercial. Yeah, in the little word bubble, it says TM next to like yeah. Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And Toys R Us. Oh, God, it was bad. Yeah. It was, but well, it was, like, Transformers specifically is. An educational toy that got a backstory in yeah. an animated series. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it was it was made for uh, to kind of encourage um, spatial relations. And then people just wanted to make money off. Of yeah, it. and then it was like, oh crap, we can make a movie about this. Yeah, because it's got dollar signs. The first one was just Optimus. They made an Optimus toy, and then they made a whole backstory too. So what what about like at uh, the cons, the conventions? You know, we've got San Diego Comic Con here, right? Like, does anything there bother you as far as, like, you know, the the, 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 the booth babes? Like, even even some of the cosplay, 
like it's it's tough because like we we really love cosplay. We right. we love the the enthusiasm yes. and all of the uh, the the work that people put into it. But at the same time, like it's it's these girls who are dressing up in these little scantily looking outfits, mm-hmm. you know. And it kind of seems like well, y- your your heart and your spirit is there, and and we we love it, but. You know, you're underage and you dress like a slut. I don't know how old you are, and I don't know if I should be feeling this way. Right, right. But like, as 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 a woman, does like, does any of that stuff bother you? Not, not so much. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just been desensitized to it because just because it's a booth babe at a comic con. I mean, you're going to see the same type of stuff with I don't know waitresses at a bar or chicks dressed up downtown in the gas lamp. You know, I mean, all that. It's not the only place you could find a girl dressed with that little amount of clothing. And honestly, in some cases, it's like there's you know a little bit of envy too because I see some of these girls in these costumes. I'm like, I would love to have that costume. I mean, some of them are so elaborate and so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And um. I mean, that's I love I love the cosplay. That's what I usually take pictures of when I go to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Is the time and effort some people put into this? And oh, this yeah. guy walks past me with a full set of black feathered wings, and I'm just like, I almost didn't get a picture of it because I'm like staring at it, going, "Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Wow, you know, just fantastic stuff like that." Um, no, the scantily clad, they don't really. I, I do. I don't really pay attention to them very much, and I think when it comes to Comic Con, you know, when I said about geek girls getting attention it's it's you actually feel kind of anonymous around there and that's oh, yeah? well I, uh, that's what i love about i'll usually wear like i've never gone in a full costume mm-hmm. but i'll usually wear something like i have like this bright pink wig or this bright blue wig and it's like one of the one places you can go other than halloween where you you don't stand out at all yeah, wearing yeah, that you're you, just you like, can do it and it's just like you oh, know yeah. the next three people oh yeah nobody i mean you know nobody even gives you a second look though i did have someone i was wearing a blue wig and someone saw me and I guess they liked the wig and they said oh what are you dressed up as I'm like I'm a comic con attendee wearing a blue wig that's yeah. my costume so but well, a great costume you yeah, <laughs> pull it off yeah. no no comic con is I, I don't I don't really find anything offensive about that it's all all fun yeah all fun times good times of course there are some some people who could be wearing some more deodorant, but that's fine. Yes, you know, that's yeah, that's always the case. So especially like uh, at the level of San Diego Comic Con. Oh, that funk just grows. Yeah, like you have just so so many people, oh, you man. know, trapped inside the convention. Well, it's center. like the funk combines with other people's funk to make like a new funk. It's it's a funk stew. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. sometimes the costumes actually make it worse. I like to go into the anime rooms. Like you walk around on the floor for a while. Yeah. And then you kind of want to chill out and rest in a dark room so I like to go up to the anime rooms I'm there with a friend of mine we're sitting behind this couple and they're wearing togas basically just sheets wrapped around them. well so okay your underarms are completely exposed and the guy picks up his arm to put it around the girl's shoulder and this <laughs> funk wafts back at us and I look at my friend like, we have to leave right yeah. now I mean we Run. brought pizza in with us to eat and I'm like I am not hungry anymore I thought you were going to say awful. something sweaty happened just oh like... no it was just ugh blech, bleh, cheese deodorant cheese. look into it god yeah. so bad so yes. bad who are, who's like some of your uh favorite like uh, costumes to see at the at the conventions and whatnot well i love all the marvel people i see around and the dc like the traditional ones like i yeah, saw some guy oh yeah and some of the the batman costumes i'm trying to i mean i took some pictures of my favorite oh i saw a whole pot of people going by in the serenity outfits one year and that was that was awesome oh, the and then, yeah there was oh there was a whole pack of predators at one point 
and they were really, really I cool. I saw yeah. female predator online. It was day. I. I forget. It wasn't. It wasn't last year because I didn't I think go it was last two year. Years ago? I think it was. Yeah. And I just happened to be like going up the escalator, and I looked down. There's got to be five, maybe six of them, and they're all really, really. I mean, very elaborate costumes. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. The more elaborate, the better. I love that stuff. One of my most favorite uh, random cosplay pictures I've ever seen was a full predator. Like, with the little laser and the whole headdress and yeah. everything, pushing a uh, child stroller. Little oh, kid inside, I'm like, uh-huh. That's so <laughs> you know, even Predator's got to take the kid yeah. out once oh. in a while. The kid's, like, all traumatized. <laughs> Doesn't look up at the father, just kind of... Oh. Uh, because I've seen the opposite way. I mean, I tend to go on Sundays a lot because oh, I don't... Yeah, great. yeah, it's... I, I, I don't actually choose Sunday. I would rather go on Saturday, but either it's more expensive or I've waited too long and I couldn't get tickets for Saturday. <laughs> but yeah, you waited five seconds. Yeah, exactly. that's all that's left. It didn't now. used to be blink. that bad. Jeez, I yeah, do have is. tickets for this year. I'm there so I got it on the uh, when they did the returned tickets and oh, they yeah. offered those. I managed to get one then. Nice. So very happy. But yeah, I went one year and there was this little kid wearing a Chewbacca costume. That's and adorable. this kid had to have been like three, and he didn't have the head on, so it was just from the neck down. He's all Chewbacca. Adorable. And then this mom is walking by, and her daughter is wearing a Wonder Woman costume, but it's not like skeevy or anything. No, it's yeah, like you it's said, like you know, it's, where a the, it's a child's costume. costume. And so I asked the mom because I'm always trying to be careful, and I was like, "Is it okay if I take her picture?" And she said, "Sure." And she said, "Honey, she'd like to take your picture." And the girl had this pose ready. She was just <laughs> with the fists out and the Wonder Woman. I'm like, "That is so freaking cute." Uh, so, who have been some of your uh, favorite characters in, in comic books? Oh, I should actually look back at that. It's so funny because before I came here, I seriously did like write down notes of things that I've loved. Um, in the Transformer series, always I was a fan of Mirage. I don't know why. He was just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, nobody, you know. Because he was one of the only Transformers who kind of had an extra power. Yeah, and he also had like, you know, they started giving him a backstory, this whole thing about him being like rich from Cybertron, and he doesn't really want to be in this war, but he kind of has to be. So that's why sometimes he's a jerk. You know, it's just, it's nice to get a little, the, get the little stories, and they've played on that a lot in the recent issues. So I always, I, I dug that one, so I like that. Um... My sister and I, in like eighth grade, somebody introduced us to the ElfQuest series. And oh, really? Oh man! And that's now I that's that's one thing I wanted to know. I think it's one of the greatest comic book series of all times. Though in recent years, when they when the pennies turned it over to other people, I haven't liked it as much. But is it is that considered a girls' comic? I sort of wondered because I know I that know. they do have guy fans, but it. To me, and it was a guy who yeah. loaned it to yeah. us. But I kind of only really know it by name. Yeah. I, I actually know it by sight. I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I can't yeah. recall if it is just a girl. Because I know, like, ElfQuest were in, like, where it was situated. Yeah. Was very close to the furries. Like, it was... Yeah, why is that? Because there's nothing furry about it. I mean, they, they ride big wolves, which is about the only furry element in it. But they are maybe it's because they're all elves, and the humans are kind of the bad guys, sort of. Is that kind of a furry sort of thing? I guess, yeah, but there, it might be really? just the fictional characters, the big ears, or... Uh, and it's, you know, yeah, like, I, it's, it was... I mean, it was I such a... bad... Uh, bad placement. Bad booth placement. Yeah, maybe. probably. Well, they do. They, they do have the wolves and stuff like that. So maybe there was a crossover or something. Yeah, the wolves aren't intelligent or anything. They're just riding wolves. Right? Yeah, and they kind of they bond with the wolves. So maybe that was part of it because uh, you you kind of have your own special wolf who's your buddy. Uh, I, I just uh, we just loved that series so much. So when it comes to the characters, I mean, I can think of a lot of the characters in there. Um, 
Clearbrook and One Eye and only people who have actually read this comic are going to know who I'm talking about. But that's yeah, one those three people are going. Yeah. Nuts right <laughs> now. It's like, yay! Oh, you know, well, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Pumping their fists. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, but I totally forgot about that series. Though. Um, and you know, there was like back in '96. It was it was good for a while, and then they kind of said they were going to make a movie about it, and they turned over the art to other people. And it's I'm I'm sure they're offended that I say that I don't like it as much, but whatever. And the movie has never since actually appeared. But that's one thing that I was curious about. And you notice this when people market comics to girls. Mm-hmm. I've never yet seen one of those that I thought was any good at all. I mean, I'm sure yeah. your favorite gem is gem on there. Is the, is the, the best, yeah. And the it's best, like right? when you market something to girls, it's always like, oh, it's about fashion. Well, and it's about ponies. Yeah, it seems deliberate. Like, exactly. Transformers. Like, that was my question because you yeah. have RC. And I know yes. RC, like, for the guys, for whatever reason, they love RC. Yeah, but do, now, well, do they love... they're also the only girls. So no, there's, like, there's four. There the, there the feminine Transformers in the, the original the, series. Yeah, the yes, Charlie's yes. Angels, one of them right. being well, Optimus Prime's girlfriend. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Though all the creators were quick to say they're not actually girls, they just look like girls. I'm like, what yeah, are you doing here? I've heard that. Stop? <laughs> God. But that's... But yeah, but all right. Do you guys like the RC from the movie, which is where they introduced her, or do yeah. they like the most recent incarnation, the which recent, is kind of a badass? Really awesome. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not as familiar with that one, but I've been hearing it's almost like they were trying to get away from how they portrayed her in the movie because in yeah. the movie she was, you know, she was tough, she was badass. I mean, she was definitely a girl, yeah. and yeah. you know, she's pink for crying out loud. Yeah. So, and I, I loved her. I thought her and Springer together were adorable. <laughs> oh, Springer! Uh, like, you want to talk about? Yeah. I ship those guys so much. But then, in recently, they were just like, well, you know, maybe it's an empowering thing. We don't necessarily want just because she's a girl doesn't mean she's all cute and sweetness and light. Maybe she's damaged just like anybody else. And maybe I like she their pairing though, because they gave her to the uh, the sixteen year old main character. Yeah, and like this is his kind of like his motorcycle, like his first. Motorcycle yeah. type yeah. of thing, yeah. and then he has a relationship with the mother. The mother's worried about you know this being safe and all, and yeah. it just it's kind of an interesting dynamic to where he's trying to play it safe, but RC is trying to kind of push him to right, right. Well, RC like used to be kind of the just the most empathic of the Autobots right. when it came to the humans. Like she's the one. Uh, when you get to the headmaster, she offers up herself for Spike, right? To uh, to control her head. And certainly in the movie she was always looking after Daniel, so yeah, yeah, had kind of a maternal oh, thing. <laughs> but you well, know, maybe it's Daniel in the second half. Or is it? Spike was the one who was in the original and yeah, Daniel's yeah, he becomes son. an adult. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, kid's Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, so in or like, Gano, see, as in like season Rock 3 Rock it's still Daniel. Okay. Right? I think yeah, so. I think, I think so. Cuz so. I think time changes between season 2 and 3 cuz the movie's in between. Yes. Though, was that season two and three or three? I think it's two and three. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I never felt like when they... What up, nerds? (laughs) I never felt like when they introduced R.C. in the movie, I never thought that that was like a play to get the girls to watch the movie. It always felt very natural, you know? Now there's this female character. She was well-written. She was... Um, well-voiced. Was it Susan Blue, I think, their voice? I don't don't know. know. That's a geek bit of knowledge there. Um... But yeah, I mean, any time that they've tried to market it towards women, it's it comes off, I think, a lot of times as condescending. It's yeah. like, like girls' toys. Yeah. Oh, like, definitely. Like, like Legos anything, right now. Like Legos anything like it seems for girls under the under the preteen age. Yeah. Just seems like that's all they have. Like there's there's that adorable little video we put it up on our Facebook forever ago. Uh, but this little girl who can't be more than five, she has this tiny rant about why. 
girls' toys are all pink oh. and boys' toys uh, are like superheroes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's this adorable, like, uh, kind of poignant argument from a five year old. And makes me wonder, like, if she's fed a little bit of it. But, you know, she, she's saying sometimes boys want to play with pink toys and sometimes girls yes. want to play with boys' toys. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know? I agree um, completely. And, I mean, some of the toys that, that I've seen just seem offensive. Oh, yeah, the Bratz toys? Oh, yeah. I oh no. Let. I have, you know, I, I have friends who are moms who won't let their girls near that. Yeah. I mean, gosh, yeah, at a I young age, you need to be trampy. No, yeah. God, stop. The, the, yeah. the Laird has a daughter uh, who is uh, turning, tw- I think she just turned 12. And uh, Darren's always been, you know, very uh, conscious of what toys she's getting into and yeah. whatnot. Like, yeah. yeah, he was anti-brats and, you know, anything that kind of came along the same uh, run that just looks like it's, you know, all about fashion and look and, like, these yeah. these unaged girls, they're not adults, they're still children of some age, but yeah. they're still full trendy. of makeup, yes. you know, and they're wearing these, you know, skirts and stockings, you know, however you play it. But. And I don't and I don't want to say that girls can't be girly. I mean, I'm certainly yeah. not, I mean, and I think if a girl wants to do that, that's fine. I don't, I just don't like it being pushed on them. And I don't like them thinking that girls have to be treated differently. I mean, it's funny you made that comment about Legos. Yeah, I, re- that's, that's- I retweeted somebody's comment at one point. Uh, somebody had posted a comment that says, Lego is looking into creating Legos for girls. They should look into that. They already have one of those. It's called Legos. You yeah. know? I mean, yeah, why do I've, we need a separate one for chicks? Have you actually seen the chick uh, Legos? No. Okay, they're terrible. Are no, they all pastel? All, yes, pastel colors. Oh, man. Uh, they go from white, pink, uh, like a light pink, a dark pink, uh, I think purple, purple yeah, like, dark purple, and that's their color. That's it? Just... That one yeah, stream of color? Yeah, and now, so all the sets are saloon, <laughs> veterinarian, like a, so, like a, I'm sorry, saloon, salon. Oh, okay. yeah. oh I was thinking for a minute, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're getting back into the brat's territory yeah. here again, no, no, you know? Let's get a salon, hmm. so you got the hairstyling thing going, uh-huh. you have the veterinarian office, hmm. and I think there's So all probably, of Barbie's past jobs. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. There's probably a flight attendant one coming out yeah, pretty soon. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah like, I'm crying out loud. I've, I've got two sisters, uh, one of them within two years of me. And like Legos have always been just a unisex toy. It's, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I grew up with when it came in the box of Legos, yeah. and Hell the yeah. sets were less popular. Now it seems like all you can do is buy a set. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe it became that because I see the Star Wars, I see pirates, I see you know like space and race cars and all this. Like I guess traditionally those are more boy territory True. kind of things. I suppose, but I don't but, know. My I have a I have a younger sister. It's about seven years younger than me, and it's she. She never wanted to play with those little pretty girly stuff, and she would walk by the Barbie displays when we were in the toy store. And even at a young age, she knew to make like a little sign of the cross at as she yeah. walked past, like you know, warding them off away. So I mean, I, and I think. I don't want to speak for her, but I think she felt the same way, that it's terrible to, you know, if you want to go out and you want to play with the boys and you want to have fun and everything, it's terrible to be pushed into, no, 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 here's, here's a baby doll for you. Oh, God, all those dolls that peed and pooed. Yes, exactly. Baby uh-oh. And, yeah, uh-oh. like, you know, like essentially those those dolls are telling you, you're going to be a mommy. Yep. Start practicing well, that's now. True. And I get, remember way back, I remember when we grew up, like the toys for kids from play school was, there was the house one that you could buy, but it always came with like a pot in a pan. Yep. And like fake eggs and yep. fake corn yeah. and shit. And you're just like, what? And you're like, oh, let's play house. I'm going to cook you meals. And you're just like, well, that's just yeah. yep. me. Yep. 
Nope, nope, nope. Okay. I want to see like a, I want to see like a set of like. I know a lot of parents don't want their kids to play with like swords and guns, and I totally agree with that. But you know, let's have like a girls' first medieval SCA kit. You know, it comes with a little bow and arrow and a sword and a helmet and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, maybe Brave cool. will bring that out. I mean, you never can tell. Yeah, uh, there's a trailer for Brave, the, the Avengers movie. Um, the first like real full trailer that that, yeah, that I've movie seen. confuses me. I don't know what it's about. Hmm. It's it, it is slightly confusing, but at least. It is kind of this, um, I guess it's a tom, I guess the she's kind of a tomboy. Hmm. She essentially um, doesn't want to be married type of thing, and right. she's good at all these, like, archery and all yeah, that. Kind of, kind of almost like Mulan? You could say yeah, that. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. So if you want to watch uh, Mulan in Ireland, then I guess yeah. Braves nice. for you. Nice. From Pixar, so, yeah, you know, nice. every hair is animated individually. And speaking of girls in comics and cartoons and all that, don't probably don't get me started on the whole Disney princesses thing, that's That's a so. question, because like I know when I was growing up, that was something that started to really annoy me, because there was all these positive female role models, mm-hmm. you know, but they weren't, like like Ariel, you had, okay, so we got we have Ariel, she yeah. was one of those, yeah. uh, you had Jasmine, yeah. and the, the kind of message seemed to be was, don't listen to your father, like you have to disobey your father, go do something <laughs> completely reckless, right, right, and then be punished for it later on, and then everything will work out. In the and end. you do it all for a guy. Yeah, for a guy, yeah. that was the yeah. thing. And, and that, that doesn't that doesn't bother me as much. Uh-huh. I mean, I always feel like I loved Little Mermaid. I loved um, uh, Aladdin. I love those movies. But it's the 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 specific franchise. And I don't know if you need to edit the, out the, 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 the word. No, the the the, the princess yes. line now. Oh, yeah. Yes, that, and it's it's all like that. You want to talk about a role model that I have a real problem with is that. If you're going to be a good person, you, everybody needs to be a princess, and you need to find your prince, and you need to be pretty, and it's just, the message just seems really creepy to me. So every time I walk by those big princess displays, because they don't have a Disney prince line, so why yeah, is where's it Where's my princes? They, uh, they're worthless in all forms. I mean, Well, prince no, Eric, that is true, yeah, no. Prince yeah. Eric is a lame-ass, yeah. uh... Aladdin. Sleeping Beauty? Aladdin's not too bad. He's not too bad. Aladdin's like pretty Aladdin. good. Aladdin's, Aladdin's okay good. because he I'll actually has depth. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the Princess right, and the Frog fleshed guy. out characters. I didn't see the Princess and the Frog. Oh, I should say that was. I'm sad. That was movie should have really? been awesome, and, and it, just, it really was. Well, I mean, really, it, it to me, it kind of seems like for the most part, uh, when it came to Disney movies, they were all essentially more for girls, and it was for boys. It was more about the female lead and less about the the prince. That's uh, an even interesting idea. Aladdin is almost. 50 50 yeah like there's yeah. a lot of jasmine but there's also a lot of and he definitely Aladdin. seems to be like he's certainly the first character that you see yeah, in yeah. but if you go through like all the classic beauty disney and the beast. movies beauty and the beast uh sleeping beauty snow white um again there's there's aladdin with jasmine princess and the frog like it seems like it's True. always been focused on the girls yeah, cinderella cinderella like huh I never even thought about it that way. I guess it's just seeing it from a girl's but, perspective. Yeah. I never realized that it does seem to be marketed towards girls. But you have, yeah. the, you have the flip now, though. Yeah. So now that Pixar is doing it, it's all about men. You have Woody and Buzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's all about the men. You have Monsters, Inc., which is the two monster yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, you have Cars. All... Who did... Um, um... Who did How to Train Your Dragon? Who was that uh, That was DreamWorks with uh, Guillermo del Toro, I think, was the producer which, on that. By the way, was that... Fantastic yes. movie! Still oh, I love that movie. You, love oh, you that? have to see it. And you remember the chick? I forget what her name is off the top. Yeah, of my head. Uh, I don't remember either. Uh, yeah. But she was a really awesome character in that. Yeah, yeah. In the Christmas edition, 
She yeah. is like, would you like pancakes with your meal, sir? Like, like what? just they just domesticated. Yeah, her? domesticated, no. wussed her down. I'm like, wait, she was no. a badass, yes. and she was supposed to be like, you know, the baddest a Viking warrior. Yes, you know? and yeah. they totally like made her lame. And I'm like, wait, what happened? Why'd you Amidala her? <sighs> can you like take that back? God, is that a verb we can use? Amidala, yes. Does that mean just lame her out? Is yeah, yeah. well, it's just, like, she was such, she was supposed to be a, okay, this is my take on Adamadala. Okay. Sure. She was supposed Adamadala? to be. Adamadala? I'm an <laughs> She was supposed Ad- to be. Adamadala, that sounds, that sounds cool. I was just going to say, cool. Battlestar Galactic yeah. again. I think, I think it gets better. Nice. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Edward James, almost. Um, but, anywho, like, um, like you have Amadala, and she's supposed to be the Princess Leia kind of thing, where she's mm-hmm. a badass, and she can handle herself. <sighs> And by the end of the movie, she's almost That's what just, we were told she was going to be. That's true. Yeah. No, it's true. And then by the end of the movie, she's almost just like, hey, Anakin, what would you like with your dinner? Like, yeah. like very, you know, domesticated, very, you know, she's no longer adventurous, and it just yeah. bothered the fuck out of me. Well, there were many things about the last movie that bothered the hell out yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it goes without saying. But. but she was supposed to be that. And, like, even the second movie where she's, like... She's fighting that cat or whatever it is, and she gets like slapped across the stomach, and suddenly it like tears half her clothes off. And I'm just like, come on, <laughs> like, you know, like I know you want to get that same reaction you had from Return of the Jedi with you know Princess Leia in the middle of the key, but do you have to be so? I guess that was the equivalent, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It just bothers me. Yeah. yeah. Though you have to admit that scene in Return of the Jedi wasn't really subtle either. You're no, just like, no, no, that's wasn't. fine. That's fine. I know you're you're okay with it, and you're just like, why no. am I okay with this? <laughs> Put him out on display there. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, and the other interesting thing is you talk about anime and uh, women like Miyazaki in, in particular, like Studio Ghibli. They are very um, like have very powerful women in all their movies. Yeah, and if they have a powerful male like Mononoke, you had the male lead, and yes. you had Mo- you know Mononoke. You yeah, know, they were both very powerful. And also, um, uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, the male character was very powerful in that as exactly. well. Exactly, yeah. and they they do a nice balance to where it's almost like coming to age. Almost. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of like the movie style that I would like to see represented in American culture because right. I mean, most of these Pixar movies have been largely just male oriented. It's true. And it's, it's it works. It's okay. But I'm just like, you know, what about the females? You know, like I know they added uh, female Woody. I forget what her name is off the top of my head now. Oh, what was her name? Um, uh, Daisy? No. No. That seems like the go-to. Jenny? I, Jenny? What the heck was her name? I don't know. Oh, I feel I awful because I I'm, loved those movies. I may have seen like, the second one. I can't remember. I mean, she was an interesting character, yeah. but in that same sense where you're just like, you know, I, like, I would love a, a stronger female right. toy in that character. And then sometimes you figure that it's... They're trying to do that, and they try too hard. I mean, did yeah. you guys read um, or watch the movie Coraline? You see, uh, I've not seen that, but I've heard about it. I, I may have fell fallen asleep. I am. I'm such a huge Neil Gaiman fan. I mean, you want to talk about some of the authors oh, that I think God. are better. I mean, obviously Sandman, yeah. yes, and yeah. then I have a, his book Fragile Things sits on my bookshelf and just gets read like once every six months at least. But the book Coraline is just the female character that's mm-hmm. all you know it's her and her parents and then what she goes through it's very dark and wonderfully written then they had the movie and they felt the need to bring in a buddy and it was just a neighbor kid and i'm like i guess they wanted to make sure that there was that balance who was represented 
I don't. I thought it felt clunky. I thought yeah. it felt unnecessary. But speaking from a girl, I was totally happy with the girl main character. I didn't think it needed a guy. Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I, for me, when a female role model or female character like someone that's very strong, like I still identify with the female. Oh yeah, just as much as I identify with the male. Like I don't need like like you take Hercules as a for a Disney movie, and right. that was that was finally exciting because I'm like, oh yay, a strong oh, male. Boy. And then it no. was just like, oh, this is a terrible no. film and <laughs> should be really forgotten. And then they went right back to Mulan. I'm like, yeah, damn it. And she beats Genghis Khan. I'm like, that doesn't seem right <laughs> in any way. Fair. But, you know, in, in that's maybe that's what the problem is. They feel like girls are only going to identify with a girl and guys only with a guy. I mean, yeah, that kind of seems to be the, the mantra. The, yeah. yeah. But what's the what's one of the most I'd say greatest size five books of all time, but it was still up in the top ten Ender's Game. I mean, it's a male character going through the whole thing. I'm sure just as many women love that book as men. They didn't. And they did bring in a girl character, a sister, I guess. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's not necessary. You don't have to divide it down these lines. People are gonna people are gonna all enjoy all. I of mean, it. look at Star Wars. I mean, Princess Leia is still yes. held up as one of the all time women. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I mean, it's 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 kind of because yes, she, you know, she she's in she's in love with Han. And like there, there is no subtlety to it. But at the same time, it's never a matter of she's hopeless without him. Like yes. Twilight, um, oh, um, uh, Bella, Bella, like Bitter is Bella. yeah, is worthless if the if Edward isn't there. Yeah, right? she spends an entire six months like completely. And thank God they handle that new moon properly because in the new moon book that yeah. was like two hundred pages of her like. Uh, washing the clothes, doing the dishes, going to school, miserable. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, they just side her down. Okay, Bella, look miserable in this chair. We're yeah. going to spin around, yeah. and the seasons are going to change. Yes. And guess what? Those 200 pages was maybe about a minute and a half. Nice. 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 We don't want 20 minutes of watching her be no. Oh, my upset. gosh. I read that. I'm like, fucking hell, get on with it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. School again? Dishes? Yeah. Laundry? I just, there were, I, I really... Just to put myself squarely in the middle of the Twilight thing, I enjoyed those first two books, and I was really irritated by the second two books. So I'm right in the middle. I love some of it. I hated the rest of it. But I have to admit that I just don't think of Bella as any kind of strong feminine role model, and I'm certainly not alone. Everybody's been saying yeah. that. Yeah. But just, yeah, that... That really, and especially compared to the Hunger me. Games, because I know everyone's raving that the yeah, Hunger yes. Games. Yeah, a lot of people really like uh, Katniss as a new female role model. Yes, who's way not better. like whiny, cry. Yes, you know, dependent on these two males. Yes, have you guys seen the movie yet? I haven't I seen. Have. Is it good? It is good. No, had you read good. the book first? No. Okay. No. That's uh, why I, I read the book Anthony, and I enjoyed them. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're a little new to the podcast, but reading isn't one of my strong. Suits. Sure, that's fine. That's no problem. If there's that's there's fine. no pictures. I kind of. Well, like I said, yeah. I just saw Thor for the first time last night, so I'm a little slow on the movies. So <laughs> that's fine. I'll get um, around to them eventually. But uh, but I, I have been filled in as far as uh, some of the some of the book knowledge goes, uh, and some people have have both praised. Hunger Games for for Katniss being the strong, you know, kind of independent girl who doesn't need anybody to take care of her. But then also I've had other people complain like, oh, well, they wedged in this love story. And like, I guess, like knowing knowing what have kind of what's going on in the book and watching the movie, I guess I can see where there may there there's kind of this love story. Yeah. And it's more or less just one dude who's obsessed with a girl. She. Uh, doesn't genuinely uh, reflect those feelings back, right? right. You know, like, and that again, was, she, that was how it was in the book too. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's 
She does what she has to. Because... So she is a stalker, essentially. Oh my! Well, yeah. that sounds creepy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. That might be going a little far. Okay, so less yeah. stalkery, just obsessive. There, yeah. There's a guy who has a crush on her. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. No. He's he's such a gentleman that he would never do oh, okay. anything yeah. to her. But except she's just uncomfortable with anybody liking her. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, through through the course of the story, she at never point needs anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's completely capable on her own, and I think. Some for some reason nobody really, or, or I say largely, people don't jump onto that simple fact. Right. Leia didn't need anybody. Katniss true. doesn't need anybody. True, true, true. If you look at you know strong female characters, Wonder Woman doesn't need anybody. Hell yeah. Batgirl doesn't need anybody. Like they are all completely self contained, self-confident. Right. Well, you're just saying, like, Batgirl doesn't need anybody, but I'm like, well, she still needs Batman to exist or else she's just, you know, she's not Batgirl anymore. No, true. No, but she could have she, been Batgirl. Okay. She could have She could have still been a superhero without the inspiration from Batman. Right, right. Well, plus they're also, they don't feel the need, and of course with the nature of comics, you don't really have a happily ever after because we want more stories. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I've I've read some romance novels and some of them are fine but you know for the most part at the end of the book it's all and they got together and they got married and they had kids and yeah you know and it's like that's you know it's that's, that's what it's going to take exactly which is why and I won't give any spoilers but it's like I like the ending of Thor because it left it it was more open so, a little yeah. ambiguous yeah. longing but yeah. you know but still, every, everyone's going to be okay I mean, yeah exactly it was happy you know? but it didn't feel the need to spell it all out yeah it was kind of what what is nice in that faction uh, at the end of Thor, uh, you see Padme there. She's she's like, all right, well, let's. <laughs> she you see that she kept going. You yes. know, yeah. she she never stops to punch. She's like, all right, I'm gonna find a way to get back to Thor. I'm not gonna yeah. wait for him to show back up. Yeah. All, you know, willy nilly. Yeah, she's his, not just crying in a seat. Yeah, for, right. You know, she's like, I'm gonna go get my man back. Yeah. You see was- him squeezing in my pants. <laughs> Plus, that was a nice little. I mean, the 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 smile that because, like I said, I'm I'm hit or miss when it comes to that actress. But you know, the little when he says, you know, she's coming to find you or whatever, and she like looks at the camera and grins, and I'm like, oh, that was cool. I yeah. like that. Way that better was... than your kiss, there, Natalie Portman. Yeah, that kiss was a little like with the mouth all over the place yes, and everything. I told my mom that I was like, what do you think of that kiss? And she's like, it was kind of gross. It was, especially when he'd been all like gentle and cool and yeah, kissed yeah. the fingers, and then she mashes his face into his. I'm like, that could have been better. How much little? beard? Did she remove in that scene? <laughs> oh God, beer chewing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which, which? How's your wife feel about your beard? Uh, she uh, manages it just fine. <laughs> she apparently doesn't have terrible aim. <laughs> That's what it is. That's bad what kissing. it is. Natalie Portman has bad kissing. She was all over the place. Yeah, God. she because she starts up really high. She almost goes for his nose, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, come on, girl. It's so funny now that you mentioned. I remember you telling me about that how many weeks ago when oh, you yeah, said I yeah. should watch Thor. You're like, yeah, you're gonna not like that. And I remember when I saw that kiss, I was like, Ugh. yeah, that, that was that was like such a, a pivotal scene. Well, there's like a two foot height difference. So I maybe mean, she, she probably jumped. She had to jump up. So it's almost like somebody like missing the rim when they go for a basket. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of distance to cover there. It's fine. She, she needed a running jump to get up and kiss him. So <laughs> either that, or they could just ground and yeah, stand seriously on. stand on a box or something. I don't know. But <laughs> it really could have been a really cool moment, and they kind of missed it. But that's fine. Well, she kind of has the history of not being a very good film on-screen kisser. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, good to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard it. Uh, I mean, same thing from Star Wars. I've heard, I've heard the same. But Star Wars, she, there was zero chemistry going yeah. on there. Yeah. So, yeah. I, it's, and it's weird because I do like her as an actress, but at the same time, I can't really argue against her not always having chemistry with her male lead. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, I mean, she is good in, in like Black Swan. You, you mentioned you didn't oh, see it. Yeah, God. I need to see it. But I like, as, because there's no real relationship in the movie. It's just her going crazy yeah. for a movie. Yeah. Um, it's it's solid and it's trippy. It's it's a that wacky movie. movie was, wow. Do you want to make a mention of Empowered as long as we're going to talk about yeah, sexual well, yeah, right. comic books? Let's talk Adam Warren. Yeah, Adam yes. all. Let's do talk Adam Warren. If you're listening, Adam, I love you. <laughs> I'd, He's a big fan. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good. Not cool. awesome if he was. Sweet. I could just see him putting his finger for you. I had a friend of mine who was a comic book uh, artist, too, and he goes, oh, guess who I just had breakfast with? And he's, I'm like, oh, who? And he's like, Adam Warren. I'm like, oh, eh, eh, eh. oh my God. Like, sensory overload. So cool. Just fall over. I'm like, what would it be like to have breakfast with Adam Warren? Well, that is that is one of the strange things about being a girl that reads comics. I mean, Adam Warren, I love his art. I think it's just beautiful and clean and awesome and like you know he's made this pseudo manga style and he's made it totally his own but yeah it is it is weird buying a graphic novel of dirty pair especially yeah. in their later issue they get less and less clothing as it goes on and as a straight woman buying this comic i mean that will get you some looks and they're like you're buying this for your boyfriend aren't you i'm like no this is for me i like the story and the art. it did have a good story though the empowered they, all, all of them all yeah. of them. empowered is just and that's the one, you know, it's going to be in plastic every time you buy it. Well, and that was a tough one for me, too, because, you know, I have a wife, and bring me those home and trying to explain <laughs> to her that, you know, it has a good story. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's the times when I've actually, you know, been dating somebody when I buy one of Adam Warren things. They think that's pretty cool when I bring yeah. one of those home. They're like, oh, you're reading this? Sweet. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Empowered, it's, it's so funny that it's, you know, he can't show Everything, everything in his comics is always things he really gets as close as he yeah. possibly can. He gets that line and just like, okay, I'm going to edge across it just for a little bit. Right. Back. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's so like you could totally dismiss it as this is cheesecake or it's, you know, objectifying women or whatever. And that's kind of how it started off in it my mind. Is, well, actually, that is absolutely what it was because you sort of forget that these really famous comic book artists, they'll, they'll take jobs on the side they're not always doing the gen 13 they're not always doing dirty pair and he got commissions to do these bondage picks and these people wanted superheroes that were in kind of like you know tied up and gagged and all this and so you know he jokes about it he's like huh, nice career but he said that's he, how a lot of really early uh comic artists started yes too. exactly frazetta i think too i mean yeah, I think a, a lot of his stuff you know a, a lot of uh early artists and famous artists um siegel uh, from um, Superman, I think, I think he had, he had done many like pulp books, yeah. where you know women in bondage yep. and, and stuff like that. I mean, the comic books has so that's how you break into the biz. You yeah. just got to draw women yeah. in bondage, draw porn. Um, yeah, there's know? there's a long history of comic books not paying the bills. Yeah, yeah. And so you pick up any other art jobs that you need, and porn has always been the an industry with with growth. So, <laughs> but you got you know other that was people. A pun. I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. Other people, it could have just you know gone there and just stopped there, and he did you know some skin mags and some skin pics and whatever. But he said that as he was drawing, and it always tended to be the same you know blonde girl yeah, yeah. in the same kind of costume. As he was drawing her, she got a personality, and next thing she knows, she's got a backstory and she's got a boyfriend, and it's turned from what originally started out as very objectifying to women because that's what he was getting paid to draw that's what the the buyer wanted and it goes into this comic that's 
I mean, this is a strong female character, but she's realistically strong. She has doubts about herself. She has self-esteem problems. Yeah, and it all ties back into her costume, too. A lot of it does. Though you see some things, you know, going into her backstory that she's got reasons for self-doubt oh, and all absolutely. this. Yeah, but, but yeah, her costume, you know, here it is, a costume that is completely skin-tight, leaves nothing to the imagination. She can't wear anything under it, yeah. which is always oh, part of the story. That was the funniest thing, though, like, the slightest little thing would damage it. A, a thorn, like, she's, you know, here it is, with this suit, she's completely super powerful, can do all this kind of stuff. If it gets ripped even a little, her powers drop by half or more, and they show, like, a thorn, and it's, like, tissue paper thin. It tears anything. A thorn tears a rip in it, and she's suddenly on the ground, you know, this car that she was lifting above herself, now she's underneath it. She's like, um, little help here, please? So, but it's really, it's that's what's realistic about it. And what I liked was that, cause, and this is what I read too, was the fact that if she had complete self-esteem in herself, yeah. that she could deflect whatever she wanted to. No, and they, they've sort of put that through, that there's a lot of this stuff where she loses her powers, and it's almost... Maybe it's a metaphor, you know, you get less clothing and you're less sure of yourself, but she just needs to have that same self-confidence thing. And um, someone pointed out in one of the issues, because she's part of the super homies, you know, yeah, it's yeah. This, the super group <laughs> of the time, and most of them are dicks. I mean, the women are bitches, and the guys are just mean, and they're talking, you know, oh, slapping her I on the butt. I love uh, the alien sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, yeah, they did a whole thing on that. All these people got their powers from alien sexual you know, <laughs> transmitted, transmitted diseases. <laughs> but somebody, her boyfriend, who I love her boyfriend, he's very nice looking, and he's very sweet, and he has a checkered past and all this, but he pointed out, he's like, yeah, those guys are all dicks, but they are like actual superheroes, and their powers don't wane with their costumes being on or off or whatever. They are invincible, and it's easy to be totally confident and a complete asshole when you have no fears whatsoever. But she goes out and helps people and fights and tries to be there, even though the slightest bit of damage, and she's suddenly helpless, but she keeps doing it. And he said, She's that a glass m- cannon. Right, and yeah. but she's stronger than those other people because yeah. of it, because she has those weaknesses. Yeah. And I thought that's beautiful. no, that's a very that's a very cool uh, kind of concept, and and the metaphor for kind of you know your your confidence really fueling you and giving you yeah. giving you strength. Yes, uh, and it's I think it's it's cool and probably maybe a little more approachable those traits being on a woman. Yeah, who tradi- traditionally you can kind of be uh, a little more emotionally open to a woman character. Yeah. As a male character, it always kind of seems to be, well, tough, well, muscles, yeah. you know, like suck it in. Sinji Ikari from Ninja, or was it Neon Genesis Evangelion? Has anyone watched that? Yeah. Oh, a long time ago, but yeah, yes. The yeah, very cry boy. Right, <laughs> and the women, or, neither the women nor the men respect that, which is too yeah. bad, but it's because of the stereotypical everything yeah, involved. Yeah. But, well, yeah. I, I Pride. don't respect Sinji very much. <laughs> no, I got the nothing. women don't respect him he very went, much. He went a little too right far. Yeah, uh, he was yeah. kind of a wuss. Shut up, Shinji. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was very cry, and I always go back to that, like just God, like remembering, like there's always that snapping point with everyone. They're like, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah fine yeah, enough. Fucking, yeah. yeah. As far fine. as main characters go, there's there are these parameters that you you know best to stay within. Mm. Shinji goes way too kind of emotional and whatnot, and other characters are way too uh, masculine and yep. kind of closed off. And I mean, the same thing goes for a, a female or a male character. If you stay in that sweet spot. Of you know being independent, um, being strong and confident, and then you know it, it, pretty much 
everything else should just kind of take care of itself as yeah. long as you have a solid concept of background and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know... Um, a few flaws to make them human. Yeah, you know? yeah. But yeah. sometimes you get too flawed and now yeah. you're damaged, yeah. you know, and a lot of female characters get that way. Yes. You know, they're, they're these damaged women who uh, are also... Let's go to Hercules again. Meg from Hercules. Oh, yeah. One of the yeah. worst female characters ever. <laughs> You don't want to, you don't want to get it to so much where they they can't be independent. I mean, everybody's got flaws, but you know when it's yeah. like they're so damaged because they're waiting for the man to rescue her. That's where it gets to be yeah. the problem. The, the knight so, yeah. in shining armor. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Which but is then, why Katniss is so cool. You know, she's like, I'm going to rescue myself. So it, it seems obvious, but so many people seem to get it wrong. Yeah. You know, who who knows where the mistakes. Are, are being made if, if it's really starting from the creator or if it's somewhere in the process you mm-hmm. know between creation and publication oh, is, is like somebody yeah line. someone getting their hands in there and like well no that doesn't work this right. is how things work and this is how you have to do them well and there's the only reason why they would do it is because there are I mean there is a significant portion of people who are going to like that it's why so many people buy romances I mean somebody wants they want the story oh, of God. the girl and they want yeah. the girl to get rescued and I don't have a problem with that it's just Sometimes it's done a little much, you know. It's also I mean, why it's... Michael Bay has a career. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, like you, you, you either dumb it down to to the largest domin- denomination, you know, and just kind of give the 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 brass tacks with no depth. Yeah, you know, explosion, fast transformation, and, and Megan Fox, and, <laughs> and Megan Fox and on a, on a motorcycle. Is it that the guys get Megan Fox and we get Shia LaBeouf? And nothing against Shia LaBeouf; he's a very good actor. But you know, when you care, you know, compare attractiveness well, well, he, level. I mean, I'm going he's back. No, he's, he's pretty good. He's a good kid. Well, okay. He's, he's okay, but I, you know, on a Megan Fox level. I mean, no, he's, he's no Megan Fox. Okay, you know. <laughs> you wanted Spike, and that wasn't Spike for you. <laughs> it wasn't Spike, man. It wasn't. And the Transformers should look the way they did in the cartoons. Absolutely, it should have been an '80s film. Yeah. Nah, I don't believe in that, but we've talked about that. That's yeah. okay. Bayformers. Yeah, yeah. It's not really Bay sold on the Bayformers, but that's fine. That's fine. I think we've covered um, just about everything yeah. we set out yeah. to cover. That's yeah. pretty cool. Well, right. you know, thank you. You know, it's our first time having a, a, a real female guest. <laughs> uh, Andrew's wife has popped on a couple times, and she's, cool. she's given some input. Uh, but uh, to have a, a solid female geek to, to sit at the table... It's and, always good to have whack a, some of the female stuff. geek at yeah. the table. Absolutely. And it's not, and you know, like like everything else that we were talking about, just because just because it's a chick doesn't mean we always have to talk about feminism yeah. and yeah. all this kind of stuff. I mean, sometimes just I just want to, I was just want to talk geek, but yeah. I felt, yeah, it's like the first time sitting here, it's nice to talk about it from a woman's perspective. Absolutely. I mean, we've we've been four dudes who, uh, yeah, you been know, trying to talk over this subject. a year, <laughs> and, and, it, and sometimes uh, it feels a little weird. Because it feels like, like I have no place to to stand up for women's rights. Because I'm a guy, and I uh, and there's no way I can understand. Granted, I I can't fully understand, but that doesn't mean that I'm at least sympathetic or I'm oh, sure. at least yeah. for the cause, absolutely, or, or anything like that. But it always feels a little weird. Like my opinion just can't carry the same weight uh, right. as a woman. So and it's, I, it's I actually really cool think I I really think you're actually. I mean, on, on my better days, I really think you're in the majority. I think most guys feel that same way. I mean, I think the jerks, I would hope that the jerks are in the minority. I, in I hope opinion. they are. I would cross my finger. And certainly, I think in the geek realm, I actually think, yeah, I think that's one thing I noticed about going to Comic-Con, man. It's, it's I actually find a lot of polite people. You know, oh, yeah, you're all like absolutely. crammed into the sales floor. You get into that, you know, log jam <laughs> where nobody can move. And everybody's so nice. 
nice. Nobody's being like, oh, excuse so me. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, kind of like bumped into you. As long as you don't let the rotten eggs kind of ruin your day. Exactly. Because uh, when it comes down to it, geeks or any other subculture or just people in general. Exactly. You're not going to have a pure society of just nothing but good people. No, there's always there's always a jerk. There's always someone who's going to bump you in con and yes. just keep walking, not oh, apologize or anything like that. Yeah. You know, there's going to be people who are, who are just you know uh, selfish. Mm-hmm. But you know, there there are a lot of cool people who Absolutely. are very understanding. Really you know, really there's a lot of kids who got pushed into lockers. You know, like there are. That's <sighs> one thing that is kind of nice. There's there's still a, a large percentage of the of the kind of geek community. Who are humble because they had to go through a humbling yes. life. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so Thank God they, they closed their lockers down before we got there. <laughs> so, so they do they do appreciate uh, you know, kindness. Yeah, no. You know, you're which, absolutely which right. is always so cool. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah. Very true. So that's gonna wrap it up uh, for us today. Uh, if you like this podcast, if you like any of us, be sure to follow us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, we have we have both. We are very active. We like talking to people. Dude, you're to like people. the most active person I know on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter just blowing up. Me and Kevin well, no. Smith just head to head. <laughs> we're actually coming up on a thousand tweets, though. Holy oh, shit! Really? Yeah, nice. we were uh, 50, 50 away from a thousand tweets, so we ought to hit that within a month. But but the big thing though is uh, every day, if you go on either our Facebook or our Twitter, we have a geek question of the day where you can put you know put out what you feel. Like, what yeah. is your opinion? We on start this a conversation episode? every weekday. We put out a question uh, relating to whatever's going on, or just kind of age-old questions of who versus who would win, or what would you do <laughs> or like with? when we find nice. those lovely toys at Toys R Us, uh, Aquaman versus Merman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever we find in our in our typical day, you know, we'll, we'll throw it out there, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So be sure to make sure you're following us and liking us and all that. Uh, if you have any ideas for topics for a podcast for questions anything you want to you want to bring to us you can email us at comicissues at gmail.com and of course everything we do all our articles go up on the website www.comic-issues.com and you can find all of elizabeth's uh, articles at pixeladygeek.com yay book reviews yay need to put some more up there well, you, you did the Hitchhiker's Guide, which oh, is I did. Popular. Well, I did the fifth one on the Hitchhiker's Guide, which I still can't believe that guy recommended it. What a jerk. <laughs> so I'm Anthony Silva. Andrew Blaine. Elizabeth Wallace. We'll see you guys next week.